This podcast was recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging and honour their history, cultures and traditions of storytelling. Hello and welcome to Pep Talk. I'm Caroline Hugel, your host and chief cheerleader. I know firsthand the value of a good pep talk. After more than two decades in the corporate world across Sydney, London and New York, I remain grateful for the pep talks that gave me perspective, confidence and helped steer me in the right direction. The Pep Talk podcast will give you the nudge you didn't know you needed in about 10 minutes, enough time to take a quick walk around the block while you're listening. It shares advice, experience and wise counsel from brilliant women connected to the world of media, communications and the arts. The first series of Pep Talk recognises the wonderful organisation Fitted for Work, a not-for-profit that helps disadvantaged women get work and keep it through mentorship and other work readiness programs. Fitted for Work's social enterprise, SheWorks, offers a recruitment solution for creating diverse workforces. You can find out more at fittedforwork.org. In this episode of Pep Talk, you'll meet Tara Ford. Tara is the Chief Creative Officer of the Monkeys Sydney and a board member of the Advertising Council of Australia. In 2021, she was named Global Creative Leader by Creative Pool and in 2020, Creative Person of the Year by Campaign Asia. Starting her career in Melbourne and then a stint in London, she became the first female executive creative director in Australia. Tara has paved the way for female advertising creatives in Australia in a way that no other woman has. So Tara Ford, so lovely to be with you today and thank you for agreeing to do this. What's the best advice you've ever been given? I can't remember who said it to me, but someone once said, make a decision And then if that's not the right decision, just make another decision. You know, that was so liberating for me. And I don't find it hard to make decisions at all. But there's something about that where you just think, well, we'll try that. And if it's not right, we'll try something else. And I think it just makes you realise that you can experiment a bit with anything you're doing. What do you wish you'd known at the start of your career? I think when I started my career, I felt like things had to be done a certain way or if I wasn't thinking about things a certain way, I wasn't doing it right. This can come from lots of different things, but I think maybe being a woman too in in a very male-dominated area, quite often I would quietly think to myself, oh, I quite liked that idea. Or sometimes I wouldn't be thinking the same as the room. And I think if I could go back, I would probably tell myself that maybe actually you're not wrong, maybe that's your superpower. For a young female creative starting out in our industry... What advice would you give her for paving the way to the top? Well, firstly, there's never been a better time. So go for it. You've got this. You can do it 100%. I think it probably touches on a couple of things I've said before, but work out what your superpower is. By that, I mean your experiences. Bring your experiences to the table, what you know, what you've lived what is special about your life. And I think lots of people probably go, oh, there's nothing special about it. But there is. There will be. So make sure you always bring that to what you do creatively because that's how you're going to do work that stands out. That's how you're going to do work that's valuable to brands and really connects with people, especially young women, to have their work out in the world right now. I mean, it's going to be huge. It's the kind of thing, like, I can't write that work. So young creatives starting out might look at me and go, oh, you know, but 
I can't do that. I can't do what they can do. So it's a superpower. So bring that and don't feel like you have to do things the way that you've seen them done. Who would you most like to be stuck on a desert island with? This is probably a bit of a silly answer, but my kids probably, because they're growing up into really interesting people. My youngest is now 11. I've got a 16-year-old, 12-year-old. So they're really interesting people. They always find the good in things. They're really curious. So I think it would actually be a lot of fun. How have you overcome a big challenge? I would say the biggest thing that I had to overcome, and I regret how this is going to sound, but having children, I've taken about five years off from my career, which is quite a long time to have three kids, and always going back, because sometimes I didn't have a job to go back to, so it was getting back into the industry was really difficult because, I mean, I lost my confidence and I, I hear lots of women do feel like that. So, and it is a very competitive industry, very fast paced. You're expected to keep up with things. So that was quite difficult. But, you know, I guess. How did you get through it? Just persistence, really. And I think it actually, in a way, was really good because it made me look at the industry again and it made me look at, you know, I didn't take anything for granted. You know, when you sit in a job and things happen around you, whereas I was coming back in. So what had happened to digital over that time and all the things you were expected to know, you know, it was no longer just the TV ad, the radio ad and the outdoor. And I really embraced that because I had to. Mm. So that, that was quite good, actually, in retrospect. Who do you most admire in business? I would say, I mean, David Droger for advertising. It's an obvious response, I guess, but he's an ex-creative and look what he's done. He's now running Accenture Interactive globally. So we make, he makes me my boss, yeah, and I'm okay with that. So I'm thrilled with that. I think just what he's done with his career and kind of standards he's held up creatively and the kind of leader he obviously is, you know, good. Was there a moment in your career when you needed a pep talk? Absolutely. Let's be honest, we're all human. We all, I mean, I'm highly motivated and ambitious, but yeah, of course. I think there was one time that springs to mind, which was I was living in Melbourne and I got offered a job in Sydney. And of course, lots of children to move, everyone else's lives to think about. And it was what I wanted. It was a bigger job and it was a great opportunity. And I think I just wobbled a little bit and I was just like, oh, you know, not sure. And my partner just said to me, well, that's okay. We can stay here and not change anything. And of course, he knew the impact of that on me. I was like, you're right. Okay. And that was all that he had to say. And it was like, yeah, that was a good pep talk to just go, really? Yeah, you're not going to take that opportunity? Yeah. Which I, I, I didn't think I wasn't going to take it, but I just, I was pretty wobbly. What advice are you going to give your kids as they enter today's world? Yeah, I think what I say to them is figure out what isn't in the world that you want in the world because you can be the person to put it there or, or make those changes. So what, is, what are we missing? What from your point of view? And their point of view is going to be so different. Like, isn't that, oh, that's one of the things I love about living with young people, that they just bring this completely different point of view on everything. And so I think the best thing they can do is to look at what does the world need from their eyes? What would they love to see there? 
what honesty and wisdom from Tara Ford. I loved the reflection on following the instincts, finding your unique voice, and the true power of persistence. That's it for this episode of Pep Talk. You can find the full interview on howdidshegetthere.com. If you enjoyed this Pep Talk and you feel cheered on, tell your friends and give us a great review, please. Pep Talk is produced in partnership with World Stories. I'm Caroline Hugel. See you again soon. Thank you.